0: Today is Wednesday, September 16th. You're listening to TDAD Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Today in the news, Los Animas County is now accepting applications for grant funds. They're making available to local businesses and in the state. Temps force farmers to harvest produce early and now need you to buy it. Happening in the galaxy. Always wanted to say that. Could there be life on Venus? Stick around and find out. for today's podcast comes from the chronicle news media group presenting their free business marketing service project 360 to help reconnect businesses with their audiences for more information call 719-846-3311 all t dad talk episodes are produced by the chronicle news media with additional support from t dad radio tune in at t okay let's jump into today's weather A little hazy today in Trinidad, but sunny with highs around 80 degrees. For tonight, we'll drop down to the upper 40s. On Thursday, we'll be sunny again with highs in the lower 80s. Now, here's the news. Last Friday, September 11th, Los Angeles County Administrator Phil Dornkamp announced that the county would now begin accepting applications for their COVID-19 Small Business Emergency Grant Program. Businesses within Los Angeles County will have access to up to $5,000 to pay for rent, utilities, insurance, and other costs associated with COVID-19 strains. Dorncamp said the funds used by the county for the grant, totaling $320,000, would be reimbursable by the state because they were being used for COVID-19-related efforts. Funding for applicants is determined by how many apply, the availability of funds, and the need demonstrated by each business. Applications must be received by Los Animas County no later than 3 p.m. on October 22nd, and only complete applications will be accepted. For more information, give them a call at 719-846-2562. Additionally, coming up on November's ballot is whether or not to allow the county to use some of the 1A excess funds audited at approximately $2.9 million, Dorenkamp said. If the issue passes, the county would share that excess through grant applications and other means of fairly and properly dispersing the funds. Dorenkamp said that commissioners and staff have discussed using at least $500,000 of those funds should it pass for additional COVID-19 relief. Last week, as temperatures plummeted overnight, farmers across the Front Range were preparing for the worst. Starting out a peak month in Colorado produce, from tomatoes to cucumbers, peppers, green beans, and squash, growers had to act fast. The weather forecast predicted 30-degree highs and lows in the 20s just after Labor Day, meaning much of their late summer produce would be lost. Now with the temperatures back up, farmers are back to work planting for fall and moving their harvested summer produce, and they want customers to know that buying local is still on the table, whether at farmers markets or directly from farm stands. Just a few days after the freeze, temperatures were back in the 80s, and markets such as Union Stations on Saturday were full of summer fruits and vegetables, among other things. Locally, Trinidad's own organic farm, The Good Food Project is still selling veggies at their farm stand on Highway 12 in Jansen, just up the road from Bob and Earl's Cafe every Friday, so long as supplies last. Happening in galactic news, astronomers have recently found a potential sign of life high in the atmosphere of neighboring Venus, hence there may be bizarre microbes living in the sulfuric acid-laden clouds of the hothouse planet. Two telescopes in Hawaii and Chile spotted in the thick Venusian clouds the chemical signature of phosphine, a noxious gas that on Earth is only associated with life, according to a study in Monday's issue of Nature Astronomy. Several outside experts and the study authors themselves agreed this is tantalizing, but said it is far from the first proof of life on another planet. They said it doesn't satisfy the extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence standard established by the late. Carl Sagan, who speculated about the possibility of life in the clouds on Venus in 1967. As astronomers plan for searches of life on planets outside our solar system, a major method is to look for chemical signatures that can only be made by biological processes, called biosignatures. Astronomers decided to look that way at the closest planet to Earth, Venus. They search for phosphine, which is three hydrogen atoms and a phosphorus atom. NASA hasn't sent anything to Venus since 1989, though Russia, Europe, and Japan have dispatched probes. The U.S. Space Agency is considering two possible Venus missions. One of them, called Da Vinci Plus, would go into the Venusian atmosphere as early as 2026. All in all, life on Venus is definitely a possibility. Well, there's not too much happening today, but Mount Carmel is still offering their online virtual classes. To see their schedule and register for the link to join, visit their website, mountcarmelcenter.org. Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events we should be aware of here at The Chronicle, please feel free to reach out to us so we can make sure to spread the word. As always, for a deeper look into today's stories, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and support your local journalism with a subscription. Thanks for sticking around for another T-Dad Talk. If you like this podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button and also drop us a message on our T-Dad Radio Facebook page and let us know how we're doing. We always like to hear all the creative ways we can continue to make what we do here at The Chronicle even better. Another special thanks to The Chronicle News Media Group and their Project 360 services, free to help local businesses reconnect with their audiences. This is Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.